0: processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Now, I'm always been asked questions, but one of them most frequently at the moment is, what can I do quickly and easily to make a big difference in my property business? Well, we all know everything to do with property is slow. But there are one or two things that you can do quickly and easily to radically improve your business, you know, to improve the success level and make a long-term difference. And that, of course, is actually what we're all after, isn't it? Now, property, I know that it's actually a repetition of a series of small actions that all add up to the bigger picture. So if we keep that in mind, even the tiniest of actions will make a big difference long term. So don't ever think that's just too small to make a difference. So short term, what are the three things that I'm going to suggest today? Well, the first is to realise that although you're setting up or you perhaps already running a property business, it is essential that your home domestic non-property finances are as well run as anything you would want to do in business. Now, I know and everybody else knows that limited companies are an entity in themselves. But from the outside world, you know, the financial world can blur the distinction between the business and your home life, just in the fact that you may have a personal guarantee, but also it's you that actually are operating it and your way of thinking about money will bleed into how you think about your business money. It's annoying. But you can work this to your advantage. And what does this look like in practice? Well, just think about it. Why would anyone lend big sums of money regularly to someone who can't stay in the red if they've got a, a known income coming in every month through a salary? Or who lives a champagne lifestyle but only has beer income? There's a disparity there about the way you think. So first and foremost, you've got to tackle those, if, it's, if it is slightly off kilter, your domestic finances to make them look as good as they can get. Uh, tackle any unsecured debt. Have a plan for getting it under control. There's very few people who don't come into property with debt of some description. It's almost a prerequisite, isn't it? Have a plan to get it under control, as I say, even if that's switching it onto a zero account card to get it paid down sooner or later. And then tidy up those personal accounts. Make sure the main account, you know, the one that you have your salaries paid into, are neat and tidy. Don't get into the habit of having 20 pages on that account every single month full of little tiny cash removals. You know, the evidence of your evenings spent in the wine barn, no matter how much fun they are. Much simpler just to take all those sort of ins and outs and put them into a different slush fund account, which you set up and you put a set amount of money into for every month. Now, that shows two things. One, that you have a budget that you live by and that you're not just flying by the seat of your pants from one paycheck to another, but you actually understand money and budgeting and how to go about all this sort of stuff. That's very, very reassuring. Oh, and whilst we're on the subject of money, make sure that if you've got any investment property that you own in your own name, that you are actually working out of a separate set of bank accounts. I know know they don't have to be legally set up that way, But if you want anyone to take yourself seriously as a property person and get mortgages and and everything else, make sure that you are taking it seriously and you have got them separated out. And there's more to do on this subject. Of course there is. But we'll leave them for another day because, do you know, I think we could possibly get a little bit bogged down. So the second area I'm going to suggest is work on your daily routines and actions. Oh, dull, 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 I hear you cry. Perhaps you wanted me to say something sexy, snappy, creative, things that really move the needle. Well, I think all of those things should be left to the property side of the business, the bit that makes money. This area that I'm talking about, the daily routines and the actions, I think they are the treacle. And here I've put treacle into air quotes. I'm I'm using my little fingers at the moment. They can bog you down. They can swallow up your time. And worst of all, they can fill your working hours, making you a very busy fool without ever giving yourself mental and physical time and space to go and do the property entrepreneurial stuff, which is what you actually want to do. So if you constantly find yourself in a hamster wheel, you know, on the back foot, having to find that email that you've overlooked or having to reply to an email about emails that you need to do last week or last month, always being a member of the just in time club, then this is absolutely definitely for you. It's quick. It's very easy to do and very simple to implement. But that's possibly the reason why so many of us don't do it because you've got this little little block really, isn't it? Ooh, if it's so simple and so easy, we don't need to do it. Why, why would we have to make a special routine for it? Well, it's because we just don't do it otherwise because it is so simple and so easy to overlook and not realise that it can make such a difference. Make a list every task you do. Now, if you don't know what you do on a daily basis, do a time and motion study and just write it down. A couple of days should really make you realise that there's most of the stuff you're doing on a daily basis you do every day, absolutely. And there are bank accounts to check, there are email accounts you need to look at, Um, the contacts that you need to touch regularly in order for deals and trades to come your way. You know, the property meets that you need to attend, the investors that you need to touch and when you need to touch them. Now, having written all that down, you may find that you've got a very large and unwieldy list. Right, get that highlight pen, I know you've got one, and break it down again. So, at some outside agencies, Uh, take estate agents, for instance, they are best contacted on certain days, aren't they? Because of the way they work within their estate agencies. So let's say that on Wednesday and Thursday, that's the days you're going to do them. And you need to also leave space to actually bring on board a few new ones in order for your contacts to widen. When you've done that, you can then start to find that there are certain things that you only need to do Uh, key points in the month. Accounts is one of them, but you need to make sure you're doing them. You know, the opening and closing and when you need to interrogate them. The booking of the property meets. It's not just about turning up. You've got to book these things and all the associated deals, you know, train fares or whatever it is you need to do with them. And at the end of this exercise, you're going to have a collection of easy to perform lists that you've just got to work through. Honestly, no remembering needed. They're on a list. You just got to keep it updated. You've got to keep it to hand, laminate it, do whatever you like to do, but make sure that for the first half an hour of every day or whatever it is, you are just working your way through it. No brain power needed. It gets everything going into the right department. So you have now ensured that your business is 100% open And you can be found without someone having to chase you. It's so irritating having to chase someone. In fact, you look a bit of an idiot. You don't look like someone who's really performing well in property or in any business, actually, if I think about it. The boring stuff's happened. It's happened in a controlled time. And it's happened without ricocheting off the incoming stuff that we all know derails you. You can do the other stuff now in the rest of the day, the stuff that's interesting and makes you money. But your foundations, they are solidly in place. And if they're solidly in place, you can't help but be legal compliant and you won't be missing paperwork. You know, that awful feeling when you just can't find that piece of paperwork, it always turns up, doesn't it, on the top of the pile that you looked at first. It's just that you were blind in your blind panic. And the third thing I'm going to suggest that you do is take yourself seriously as a business person, as a property business person, and be kind to yourself. I say that because, you know, there are an awful lot of people who actually they say the most awful things to themselves. You know, you wouldn't say it to your friend. And so they get dispirited. So, number one, be kind to yourself. There's an awful lot of distraction out there. There really is. Um, And I think as property people, we're all generally very interested in what's going on. But we can be sucked into the fun and excitement of what's happening in the bigger property world and suddenly realise that we haven't actually done enough for ourselves. Um, there is, of course, always those who will always work for other people rather than do something for themselves. And if that's you, you've got to work on that problem. So, taking yourself seriously. You need to up your game, don't you, on who you're surrounding yourself by. It's an old cliche, but it's so true. So, if the property meet you go to regularly is stale, you know, you find perhaps that you're the most experienced person in the room. You're the one who's always asking, answering the questions. You, you definitely are the one that everyone looks up to. Well, go and find a property meet that makes you feel inexperienced again. You know, slightly edgy, slightly uncomfortable. Well, that's you now working with the next level up. That's what you want. You need to elevate your knowledge by interacting with these better quality investors and deal makers. Get on their sites with people who are doing the type of deal that you want to do. You're not there yet, but you want to do so that you can see what you need to do to grow. Um, listen to the conversations, be a sponge and soak up everything. And then follow up on all the contacts they're talking about, Um, the industry people they use to facilitate their actions. Um, You know, the sort of thing, the legal company they're talking about that you've never heard of, but there isn't a technique clearly or a problem they can't deal with. You need them. Now, you may they may not be on the high street for you to be able to find with Mr and Mrs Average. No, they probably are hidden away down a side street somewhere and they only work for professional super-duper property people, but that's you, so you need to know who they are. You always need, incidentally, to have more than one of these super-duper lawyer people because at the moment critique, they may not be able to act for you because they may already be acting for the other side. Annoying, but true. And lastly whilst you're working on yourself and taking yourself seriously, you've got to know that in order to motor rather than meander through a year, you need to have a plan, a strategy and accountability to put this all into place. You're taking yourself seriously here. And I do do get the fact that we can all work on our own and we may find it difficult to interact with each other because on a day-to-day basis, many of us work in the tattiest clothes you've ever seen. We're often cold and dirty because we're on sites. And there are more than, oh, I couldn't think of quite a few investors that I know of who up to lunchtime will be found in their pyjamas. I couldn't work like that, but they can. Now, if you're going to take yourself seriously, you need to ensure that you're taking yourself straight away at the beginning of the day into work mode. Find what suits you best. I, for instance, would never dream of sitting at my desk without wearing working proper clothes and lipstick. I can't argue without lipstick. It's a funny thing. Psychological, I know, but there it is. So to take yourself seriously, you need to ensure that you get all the same training and accountability that you would do if you worked for an employer because after all, you are employing yourself, aren't you? you? You want to succeed, you want it all to happen. So what do you need to improve your working areas on? If that is your problem and you've got space, well, just go to my show notes and find my details because successful people work constantly on the business side of their businesses, leaping up to the next stage by learning new skills or being brave to be held accountable. Having a strategy day, when you open your heart and soul to find out exactly what it is you want to do or not, more than one strategy day has not ended up in the way that people think they're going to. And at the end of the day, they realize that actually they do not want to do whatever it is they thought they were going to do when they came in, purely because they could see big numbers in it, but they didn't have it in them to do that particular technique. And the reason why they do that is that You will then have a plan rather than just one enormous great hope. The hope that somewhere between January and December, the stars will align in the skies and every deal and every ounce of profit will somehow fall into your hands. No, you need a plan to succeed. And not having one is failing to plan, which we all know leads to failure and disappointment. Just a day spent working out what you want to do prevents a whole year of misaction and not enough profit. Now, I work with property people on many, many levels, and I know I could not have achieved what I have without having worked with a mentor. I've attended workshops, lots of different sorts of workshops, and many courses to get my knowledge to where I needed to be and to meet lots of other people doing the same things. So on strategy days, I take my clients through a series of steps so they're clear on where they're going, both short and long-term. It's amazing the number of people whose short-term goals are not aligned to the long-term goals and what they need to do with that. And this is so much more, I think, than publicly saying, you know, so that no, you won't be able to fail if you say it publicly, will you? I'm going to make a million in property this year. Well, you won't unless you've nailed down every step. And you really will get there faster with a cheerleader and someone who's going to be really annoying and ask the questions that need to be asked time and time again. And talking about accountability, it's not about being in a jolly group or talking about what fun it is to do this property lark. Have you heard what X or Y is doing? Or when you come off the call, have you had a really, really enjoyable 90 minutes well within your comfort zone, not really learning something, perhaps sharing something that you've all shared time and time again. No, accountability, whether it's in a group or one-to-one, is this is what I did in the following time period. I know what was difficult. This is it. Now, how do I approach making this less difficult? This is what I'm going to do next. And then you need something that's really important, a hefty dose of... Just please listen to me. I want to talk about property. I want to talk about my frustrations, my worries. Or let's celebrate with me my successes. I've done something amazing. And unfortunately, I can't talk to my nearest and dearest and my friends about it because they don't understand. They're not in the same mindset or in the same money bracket as me. If you're constantly being fed back to, it's easy to see where the weak link is. And it's really hard to hide what you should be doing. So treat yourself kindly and professionally in the same way you'd want someone to treat you, as I say, if you were being employed. And make sure you've got the skills, the knowledge and the support that you need to succeed. If you've got a gap, do something about it. Don't just hope it'll go away because it won't. So that's three simple things to make a difference in your business. Get your domestic finances squeaky clean and organised. Tick. Get your daily and weekly routines identified, organised and being completed in the shortest time possible. Tick! And lastly, take yourself seriously as a property business person. That may take a little bit longer. Being a successful property entrepreneur and investor, it's not just about doing property, is it? It's about having the skeleton within the business firm and supportive, so you can just get on with the rest of it and make it all happen. So if you do these three things, they will make a difference to your business. And therefore your long-term wealth and prosperity. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur Podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltrouton.com checklist.